Hello and welcome to the True Blue LA podcast. I'm Jacob Birch. With me, not just Eric Steven. Eric, we have someone with us. What? <laughs> it's behind you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we figured end of season blowout. Uh, we're going to talk about the all 60 game season and what happened and all that. Uh, and with us, uh, we're going to have the first ever live questions from Craig because Craig Minami is with us. Is it the first? Hi, have we not done this before? Craig, have we done this before? I have been on one or two in the in the past, but but it's been it's been a little while, and I can't yeah. remember if there were actual five sort of. It was certainly if it. Oh, I've not done questions. All right, I've not done questions. Right, this and is I, the first time. Yeah, I, I was going to say too. There, there certainly wasn't a theme song. We're, that we're, that so, is true. Yeah, so, if, that that's exciting. So it'll be a little weird doing the theme song when Craig's joined us the full episode, but we're going to do it anyways. Uh, we're gonna. Focus on the regular season. We're going to have a playoff preview episode a little later, but we are a lot to talk about. We're going to review the bets Eric and I have made throughout this season, including before we knew it was a 60 season, so that'll be fun. Um, we've And obviously we have the live questions from Craig. All of that after this. Dodgers end the season with a basically meaningless sweep of the Angels. There was an outside shot. The Angels could have gotten in, and the Astros wouldn't have made it. That didn't happen, and uh, season the Dodgers looked good then the season. They there was like this weird thing because the Angels have been bad all year, mm-hmm. and they like played pretty well the last like three weeks or so, and they 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 were actually still alive like entering Friday night, um, which was amazing. It mostly because the Astros have been bad too, but like the Angels going into the weekend, they needed to sweep the Dodgers, which you know, come on. Uh, but then also they needed the Astros to get swept by the Rangers, and then it looked like they were they had like fate on their side because the Rangers were or the yeah the Rangers were down to their last strike on Friday. They hit a game tying home run and then won it in extras, so the Angels got like new life. But then they went and lost to the Dodgers, and it was like oh season's over. <laughs> and then they just sort of like deflated, and then they they fired their general manager on after Sunday's game after getting swept. So, uh, but like yes, it was meaningless. But then if you look back like. Uh, I can remember like the decade and a half or whatever it was of the Dodgers like never beating the Angels like yeah. uh, seemingly so like they went six and zero against them this year like you'll take it like pretty much any time but yeah that's we're not we're not here to talk about the Angels no I'm just kidding um so they clinched uh, I forgot I guess we recorded um, last weekend um before the Dodgers clinched and they ended up clinching on Tuesday, clinched the division. So it's eight straight. Um, the Dodgers won um, 43 games, which is pretty ridiculous. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm opening this up for both of you, but I'm going to ask Craig first. Cause I think he, he probably knows Craig. Do you know what, what was the last Dodgers team to start 43 and 17? I did look that up. Um, 1974. Yes. Okay. That, so that's the only other LA team to go forty-three and seventeen. Shocked you didn't think I would know that. I, that's I'm why insulted. I went. To, I, I, I well, I knew you would know. That's why I went Yo, to Craig. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Good. So, I like it. So, so there's three other Brooklyn teams that did it, like uh, including a couple better ones. But um, so, but the funny part to me, so before, like this season is weird because like everybody makes the playoffs and. So they, the Dodgers like clinched a playoff spot before they clinched the division, which doesn't always happen, um, you know, in normal times. So I remember asking Dave Roberts, and he's like, 
You know, we're going to celebrate every step of the way. It's an accomplishment. And then when they clinched a playoff spot, like, hardly anybody knew, like, when it happened. And then they're like, oh, I guess we clinched a playoff spot. And they didn't really do much. And then when they clinched the division, like, so on Tuesday, the Dodgers needed um, the Padres to lose and them to win, the Dodgers to win. So at, like, Robert said, like, at some point in, like, mid-game, he said probably half the team didn't realize the Dodgers had a chance to clinch that night. <laughs> and also, like, what are they doing? They just, like, pay... first of all, that's sh- they don't read True Blue LA because we had a post on the front page, like, um, it, you know, sort of counting down the, the magic number and all that. But, um, yeah, and then I get Bob Guerin was going around reminding people. And then once the Padres score came in, they knew exactly, like, at that point. But it was just funny to me, like, that I guess they're focused on actually playing, but, like, I, I, it's weird to me that they they wouldn't have known they had a chance to clinch that night. But yeah, that was that was sort of a thing. Uh, did you end up watching any of the games uh, or any, the clinching game, Jacob? I I watched all of this week, uh, more or less off our mo- mo- most of it. Now and then I had to turn it off because there was a, a baby crying. Uh, yep. But yeah, no, it just kind of looked the season in general. Like I'm one of the weird things about the sixty game season is you kind of learn to weather the ups and downs of a season. And the Dodgers kind of had that offense sort of sputtered to start the season, and then it stopped. And then since then, since game 15 or whatever, it's kind of been the same game in and game out. Pretty much. I guess <laughs> does the downs qualify as like losing the a series. Gets to, kind of wor- yeah. Losing <laughs> a series to the Rockies. <laughs> and that's their only series <laughs> loss. Like looking back, you're like, that's terrible. Um, Craig, did you end up watching uh, the clinching game or like most of the stuff this week? Yeah, I did. I mean, there was uh, some uh, another uh, team playing in our sport that would kind of uh, with the Lakers, but I did watch, um, and it just it did seem like uh, the weekend in Colorado certainly helped them, you know, regain their power their power stroke as they came back home and thought they played very well. And um, certainly, I think a highlight uh, was Walker Buehler probably for the week. Probably, I guess maybe that was the most important thing was seeing how well Bueller pitched the other day. Yeah, because he he didn't pitch. Um, it was like a little over two weeks, and then he had the blister, and then they did a simulated game. So he only was, was going to have one shot, like in the, to have a major league game as a tune-up for the postseason. And he looked great. He, he, they only pitched him for four innings, but like he was he was really great. Um, and like most importantly, I guess his fingers fine. So he's actually starting game one. Uh, Kershaw in game two, the, that series doesn't start till Wednesday. We're going to preview that uh, later on this week. Um, just a couple of notes on the season for the Dodgers. Uh, they led the majors in runs scored for the first time since 1974. Same thing for home runs. They haven't led the majors in home runs since then. They did it this year. They've led the National League in runs scored and fewest runs allowed and home runs for the last three years. I think they're the first team to do that. There was something earlier in this year about that. I don't know if any any other team did those three things in the same league. So that's pretty cool. But what we want to get to is um, all these like various bets. Most I would say eighty five percent at at least are are these stem from questions from Craig throughout the year. So we're gonna just sort of review the ones that I was able to keep track of. Plus, I think I missed a couple. Um, but yeah, um, do we want to just start at the beginning here? Sure. All right. Um, so, uh, back in January, 
Uh, oh, what a time. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it is funny to look back on this because, you know, these are like, you know, normal. No one would think twice about asking something about like a full 162 game season because you take that for granted. So, Craig, you asked us, um, I believe, because at that point the Dodgers had David Price was new. Or uh, wait, did they even trade for David Price at this point? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't. Th- I don't think so. I think this was before David yeah. Price. But yeah, because so afterward, uh, I think. Oh, but it was Kershaw, Urias, and Wood, right? So that was like the thrust of this question. So uh, you said you you asked us to like peg like a, a range of how many starts. Dodgers left-handers will get, and I believe both Jacob and I settled on um, they will get at least fifty. But they, I believe your your upper limit was more than sixty-one. Uh, I forgot why. <laughs> thinking, looking back on it, but we we both said they wouldn't get to sixty-one. So we had the same range. We almost nailed it. It's technically a loss. The Dodgers had twenty-four starts, including two bullpen games, which really shouldn't count. But uh, including today, Victor Gonzalez. But over a full season, that's a pace of 65. So it's technically over. So that counts as a loss for us. But that's that's going to be par for the course on a lot of these. Um, but in a rare thing, it's both Jacob and I got it wrong. A lot of these, I just got wrong. Um, Jacob got a few wrong. But uh, I, I did not come out very well on these. I want more. Tell me more. Tell me okay. more about how I was right. So uh, Chicago teams... Uh, I believe, if I remember right, this was a question more like a general um, question, and we sort of picked part of it out just because of the way we were like talking about it, I believe. And I said the Cubs will have a better record than the White Sox. Uh, the White Sox were obviously some one of the like offseason darlings because they actually spent money, which is sort of rare some these days. Uh, and this is before the you know the pandemic hit, so. Um, I, uh, I said the Cubs will have a better record than the White Sox. It did not work out that way. Uh, the White Sox ended up with 35 wins. The Cubs with 34. The Cubs won their division. The White Sox finished, um, I believe, in sec, uh, in third in their division, uh, seventh place, so or seventh seed in the American League. So I, I lose that one as well. Um, there was there was a uh, a Super Bowl bet. Um, I believe this was after the Super Bowl, or maybe I can't remember if I went back and added the 49ers point total in. Uh, I don't remember the timing of it, but the 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 over under was, or the the prop bet was, which will be higher: the 49ers point total in the Super Bowl or Golden State Warriors wins. So, not baseball related at all, but still just nailing the wrongness of this. Uh, <laughs> no, I but I actually got this one right. Um, so I said uh, the Niners would score more than the Warriors would win. Uh, the Niners scored 20, um, and then the Warriors ended up 15 and 50. So they didn't get to go to the bubble because they weren't good enough. But even if you extrapolate their record out to 82 games, it's 19 and 63. So I'm counting that as a win. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Jacob, do you want to do you want to take the next one? So uh, we had you're in, you're going to have to help me with the seasonal correction, but yes, uh, uh, Dodgers. This is the catcher's question, right? Sorry, Paige switched on me. Yes, uh, the w- how how often would the Dodgers carry three catchers before September? Um, with the record being in 2003, uh, you had 20 games. So I, I believe there were. Um, 
I'm trying. I think. I think I. I don't remember the exact range of this, but I think Craig asked something around this range. Like, would would they have three catchers uh, play uh, catch twenty games? Uh, and uh, I said yes. Oh, this was before September. I and then you somehow Jacob. <laughs> I, 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 in my notes, I, I put here. Well, not on none of these notes, but you said they would like uh, would catch like let five percent ish of the games. So, so you had seven games. Okay. Uh, uh, so like, there's normally like a, almost 140 games before September. Um, so that was sort of I think that was sort of where the range was coming in. Um, so you you guessed that a, a third catcher would have about three times, or I guess three times more playing time than you did. Um, much much higher on the chances of like Cabe Ruiz having a longer stint. Uh, Cabe Ruiz did come up, but in a sixty game equivalent, my guess was five games, and your guess was two games. And Cabe Ruiz played two games. There you go. So now, you, you Grant, never- we made that one not knowing a DH, not knowing there wouldn't be September oh. call-ups, yeah, <laughs> and not knowing it'd be sixty games. So that that's a fun one. The next one too um, is very DH centric. And it was it, the bet was made like well before any of this happened. So it's uh, how many Dodgers would have 400 plate appearances? So what's the equivalent is 150 plate appearances yes. to, to convert it. And we each had uh, Smith, Muncy, Turner, Seeger, Lux, Bellinger, and Betts. So we each had so we we shared those seven. Um, and, and only got five of them. Um, but, but then, so the, where I differentiated this was uh, on the we each guessed eight players. I had Jock Peterson, Jacob had Chris Taylor, and you nailed it. Uh, Jock didn't get there. Um, also, uh, Will Smith didn't get there. Uh, Gavin Lux didn't get there. Uh, AJ Pollock did get there. So we both missed on that one. But yeah, I, I'm giving you the win on this one because you yeah, you, you foresaw you foresaw Chris Taylor would be playing well enough to get all sorts of playing time, and uh, so you deserve full credit. We were asked to guess which Dodger would play highest in the awards seasons, oh. and we said uh, Gavin Lux for Rookie of the Year. So clear, it was like <laughs> obviously, like look, Mookie Betts could come in and win the MVP, but like if you're going to bet on one, it's clearly going to be Lux for Rookie of the Year. But nope, like. Yeah, it's, not uh, not a not 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 a season he's gonna look back on too fondly. Hopefully, hopefully next season. Hopefully I, a full season next season. So I don't even think I look back on this because I was I wanted to go I wanted to like look in. Um, so <laughs> we I can't remember the wording of this. The reason I didn't include it on here, what, what I I guess that Betts would be the next Dodger to win the MVP. Where you guessed Corey Seager, yeah. but specifically you guessed 2021 for Corey Seager. But I, I was trying to look like, did we both say Betts was going to win the MVP this we, year? Uh, no, I, th- I feel okay. like I said that he would win it in like 2022 or something like that. But I may, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I, I I do vaguely remember this. Yeah. Um. So, I whichever so, is more right. That's what I said. <laughs> um. Game one uh, of the Dodgers Brewers series. This just came out. Is seven o'clock Pacific on Wednesday. Ugh. There's no other game times yet. So. All right. Gross. Yeah, nine nine my time. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah. I, that's a late start time. Seven yeah. o'clock for playoffs is weird. Yeah. 
moving on, we had um, anyone with 52 pinch hit played appearances. I, I believe that was based on what last year's total was. Right. Or maybe, and so, and I, I, <laughs> I, I said, uh, was that, I, was that made before or after DH was announced? It, it was before, okay. it, was before <laughs> it, it was before the pandemic. So I got totally screwed, <laughs> but I still knew I foresaw and I, another one that I got it right. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, the equivalent of that is 19 played appearances. Kiki came close or closest <laughs> with 10. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I was way off on that. I'm I'm doing badly on these predictions, Jacob. And we I think you got the next one right. Hmm. Oh, so this was opening day roster. I we did like a pretty good job generally of this. And it, it's just funny because I think like right away, this was before Jimmy Nelson ended up having back surgery. We're just both like, well, he's clearly gonna start the season in the IL. And uh so we had him like um not making the opening day roster, but we had Bruce or greater all making it in his place, which, you know, sort of, let's just say it happened exactly that way. <laughs> and then we, we both had like a, our, our differing player on the opening day roster was Adam Kalarik for, for you and Scott Alexander for me. And we're both right. So that's, <laughs> that's like a win-win all the way around. So we, we clearly nailed that one. Right fielder, Adam Cleric. That's right. Oh yeah. He played two innings in right field today because, uh, there are no 40-man September rosters, so the Dodgers needed someone to play the outfield, and they said, you do that. You nailed the next one. Which position player would have the highest uh, war? Uh, you said Mookie Betts, and I said Cody Bellinger. Yep. Uh, Fangraph's war, I'm sorry, no, baseball reference war was 3.4 for Betts, 1.4 for Bellinger. Um, Mookie and actually led the National League in Fangraph's war, uh, unless someone had like went off today. I didn't look, but... Um, Bellinger was fifth on the team. Like uh, he struggled a lot, like at times this year. But actually, if you think about it, like a four-win season as being a bad season, like that's fine. <laughs> like he's he's doing fine. The other um, one that like I didn't count a win or a loss. It was one of these like just put a percentage on it. Um, this was back during the pandemic uh, when both sides were still fighting and no one was really close to a deal. I said uh, eighty-seven or eighty-three point seven percent chance we will have a twenty twenty season. So in one way I was right in that I favored we would, but like I was also uh, one in six wrong. So like, who knows how you count that? I don't even know. <laughs> Which Dodger would have the first multi-hit game? I said Justin Turner. You said Corey Seager, and it was Kike Hernandez. Yeah, it was all downhill from there. <laughs> I would say you had a great game opening day, and then not much else after. He was actually okay the last couple weeks. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, obviously always very valuable with flexibility and defense, defense, defense. Uh, they don't play the Jays just yet. Um, so the Dodgers, uh, how many different Dodgers with a hit? Uh, this was uh, much later on, closer to the season. Uh, so we had an idea of the length of the season here. I said 19 players. Jacob said 18. It was 16. I so you, you sure. Let's Why not? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Will Gavin Lux be called up in 2020? You said yes. I said no. I was wrong. Yeah, uh, I, I was. I was technically right in just in how kind of <laughs> was. Did he really play this season? I don't know. He had. Some yeah, runs. he had some was, runs. We're fine. Yeah, it was all right. And then we were both, uh, I think, a little off on who, which pitchers would have eight strikeouts per nine. 
I said, uh, I think this was of the non Kershaw Bueller. Um, I said Urias and Gonsolin will. Gonsolin at 8.9, Urias 7.4. You said Dustin May, which, if you think about it, the guy throws like 100 uh, times. Like, why doesn't he? But he throws a lot of ground, sinkers and ground balls, and they swing early. So he ended up with 7.1 uh, strikeouts per nine, though he did strike out five and in four innings today. So he was trying to help you last minute. Uh, but I think that that's sort of both a loss, a loss for both of us. But or a win for both of us. We will end on a win, um, because uh, I look back on this. I believe the Dodgers had 30 wins at the time, um, and they were far enough out magic number wise to like try to guess this. But uh, Greg asked, "What um, what's the Dodgers' win total when they clinch the division?" And we both said 39. And they clinched it on Tuesday with their 39th win. So we pretty much nailed the season. I think yeah. that's how I every would single one it. winners. I got. I was better than you though. Oh no, no question. Okay. You, you like uh, probably by a two to one margin. Um, but that said, that's I, only I, I do the, have. Oh, go ahead. Craig. I do have one. I do have one last bet uh, okay. that 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 was that was solved this weekend. I asked. Um, how many total home runs will the Dodgers hit this season? And that was about two weeks ago. Oh, and and, yeah. and and I think if I'm right, Jacob said one thirteen. Price is right style. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Eric said one, like one fifteen. Eric said like one one fifteen, or it was something. Like that. Eric picked a higher number. It was still less than the total, which I think is one seventeen. So I think well, Eric, Eric go, has Eric. won that. Eric has won that yeah. one. I think it might even have been 118 because AJ Pollock's second home run. And just I think their home run their home run total was about equal to their Huntress's two game win win pace. I think uh, that's uh... Huh. nice. Yeah, it was. It was 118 because <laughs> so AJ Pollock hit one early and then he hit one late. So yeah, 118 on the year. What a what a, what a weird year. Well, we're gonna have uh no dodgers rewind because eric's lazy not like yep. this is a busy time of the year for you yeah uh but we'll have live questions from craig but first a trivia question written for me but i think i think craig should get a chance to answer it too sure right shouldn't he? yeah i think this so. be for, well since he's gonna ask us questions it's only fair yeah right we, we ask him so this is trivia for jacob and craig this is from a friend of the site uh and, and true blue light comment section mary whitfield um, so the Dodgers, they didn't get shut out at all this season. Uh, all 60 games, they scored at least one run every game. Uh, her question was, have the, well, twofold, uh, have the Dodgers had other 60-game stretches without getting shut out? Yes. The current streak, in fact, dates back to last year, and it's 72 games. Um, for Jacob and Craig, uh, what is the Dodgers' record for consecutive games not getting shut out? And then what is the major league record, and you could – if you get it within 25 games, I consider that a win. All right. We're going to answer that and have questions from Craig after this. Have the Dodgers had any other 60-game stretches without getting shut out? They have. What is the uh, the record for the Dodgers, and what is the major league record? Uh, yeah, I will tell you that just as a hint, the Dodgers, the Dodgers do not have the major league record. That's a terrible hint. I mean, but, I guess if they had, you would have relished that. But let's focus on the Dodger part first. So, All right. um, I could t- so the, the Dodgers are currently at seventy-two. I'll give you another hint. Um, there are it, 
dating back to 1901, uh, there are 16 streaks longer. Wow. What number do I like? Do you have a guess, Craig? I I do. Um, I, I want to say, I, I, I do you want me just to go ahead? I, I want to say it's like 95, and I think it was last year. I am going to guess 118. Going to the, the Lou Brock number. I like it. <laughs> I guess that was technically, wait, that was the, um, Ricky Anderson number because whatever I forget. Um, okay, so Craig, you were very close. So last year the Dodgers did have a streak of ninety six straight games, um, with um, without getting shut out. However, there were two longer streaks, uh, both in Brooklyn. One was completely within the nineteen forty eight season. One what stretched from 1951 to 1952. Uh, Craig, your guess, or excuse me, Jacob, your guess was 118. Yep. The actual the actual number is 99. Um, so that's that's the Dodgers streak. For the major league streak, um, I, I will tell you, uh, you have to get within 25. Now, the hint I will give you to make it a little easier. Um, the the record is at least double. It's more than it's more than double the Dodgers record. All right. Uh, that's a lot. Is it just just a number? Or are we guessing the team too? You, if it's bonus, if you want to guess team, it's bonus. Um, as long as you get within twenty five of of the rec the the number record, that's fine too. Two thirty seven murderers row. Mm hmm. That's my guess. I I'll stick with the Yankees around two fifteen. So you said two fifteen, Craig. Jacob, you said two thirty seven. Yep. You both got the team right, the franchise right. It's the Yankees um, from nineteen thirty one to nineteen thirty three. <laughs> all, almost exactly two years, three hundred and eight games. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, so the Dodgers was, are on their way. Yep, exactly. So last, last year they had they ended the streak in September, and about a week later they started the current streak. It wasn't there were a few there were a couple shutouts in between, but like uh, they're basically there. So let's just count all of next season. So they're basically at uh, what what two thirty four <laughs> going into two thousand twenty one. Yeah, no, who knows? But yeah, that's that's an impressive record. And just right after Murder's Road too, I couldn't even. I would have felt a little bit better had been that. We're close. I'm close. Some of that. Some of that is there. So, all right. It's is Ooh. it time for? I believe it is time for. All right. Uh, so yeah, I, we got to do the things on first. So it's with Jeans and Craig. We love them. I was about to say five questions from our friend Craig. Craig, is it five questions, or do you have more for us? It is. It is five questions. Okay. There's no part. There's no parts to these. Um, so, but it's five. Um, so the first, the first question, going into today's season finale, Justin Turner is one of three Los Angeles Dodgers with at least a three eighty two on base percentage and a minimum of three thousand in the minimum of three thousand plate appearances. Can you, you, Eric, and Jacob, name the other two players a hint 
Just Turner has played more games. He was he had, he's now played 796 than the other two players. So these are not uh, long time Dodgers. <laughs> that that threw me off a little bit. The, I did too. I'm like, okay, let's start thinking about the the long time Dodger. But I'm like, oh no. <laughs> So yeah, okay. Wow, this is bad. So, so I was gonna just instinctively go Pedro Guerrero, but he doesn't. His game total is disqualifies him. Garibald, I will tell but, you, Pedro Guerrero um, did have okay. his zombie spirit is three eighty one. Okay, so, so actually he <laughs> so actually he would have qualified, but he's he's just outside. And then the other like sort of go-to for these is Gary Sheffield, but he doesn't have 3,000 plate appearances. Um, How many does he have? Because that was my first guess. It's it's probably like uh, like 22-something, okay. something like that. That's my guess. Um, so let's see. Um, Piazza had five foolish seasons, so I don't think he even got to 3,000. Is, is this LA also, and Brooklyn? he's like 377. This is this is just Los Angeles. Just LA. Okay. Oh wait a minute! No, I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. Um, so you were guessing that? all these LA players. <laughs> yeah, this is this is bugging me really badly. Um, okay, uh, so ninety-one to this. Um, I'm I'm gonna guess Brett Butler and then defer to Jacob for a second as I try to think of the second one. Is is Brett Butler right? Brett Butler is is right. In fact, he is he is the he is the leader with a three ninety two on base percentage. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go another sort of default long ish, but not super long term Dodger, and say Sean Green. It is not Sean Green. Okay, okay give me. Uh, I'm going to try one more thing here. Um, oh man, this that really. Who had three thousand plate appearances? Um, I don't. <laughs> In fact, let me correct myself. Brett Butler is is behind the, the leader. He has a 392. The other player is at 394. Oh man, this is a rough. This is rough. Um, this is really bugging me. Um, that it's someone. Oh, three thousand. No, he wouldn't have played enough. Um, I'm tapping out. Yeah, honestly, Eric, 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 your instincts were right. Oh, you, he 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 did he did reach barely over three thousand plate appearances. It is Mike Piazza with three thousand ah. and seventeen plate appearances with a three ninety three ninety four on base percentage. Did he hit? Wait, okay, this is gonna be bad. Did he hit? <laughs> did he hit three thirty one? Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't okay. have his numbers up here. Okay, that's I'm mad. I'm mad right now. <laughs> So okay, no, that's good. Okay, um, this is uh, this is, uh, question number two: Is Minnesota Twin designated hitter for the most part Nelson Cruz going to set a record for the longest for the largest contract a forty year forty year old free agent uh, will sign as he as he is a free agent going into the twenty twenty one season? Wait, what's the current record? Is it very? Uh, oh. current? So, uh, so wait, no, you don't have to tell us if if that's part of the trick. Um, I don't. No, no, actually, what I'm just this is more. This is not like to say. I'm oh. more. This is more. I guess more conversational. Like, what I, do you think he's going to sign? Like a super big contract? Next yeah, year? I was trying to think. So, like, I think one of those later years, like Roger Clemens did the the one year, like twenty two million, but it was like prorated. Right. So, like, 
I could see the, the the free agent market is so screwed. But like even last year, well, like what Jose Abreu signed a pretty good deal with the White Sox, and you, so Nelson Cruz isn't going to get a longer deal, but he could probably get like a two year nice deal. So like what two like thirty six. Something like that. That that seems like around right for me. But honestly, like I have no idea what's going to happen. I would this think so because I'm trying to think of the fact that neither Just, of us can think of like a the, the pinpoint. Oh yeah, that really big contract, a forty plus year old sign, makes me think that it's got a really good. He's got a really good shot of getting it. You know, he the, did. Yeah, he did finish with a 992 OPS and 16 home runs in in this abbreviated season. So he could still swing a bat. Yeah, and then you figure like uh, last I checked, the Dodgers' cap number for Mookie Betts is only twenty five million. So they 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 probably will have a DH next year. Like obviously they still have to like work it in, but like might as well like um, why not just add him to the mix? <laughs> Who knows? Okay, and uh, we have the first round starting. Uh, I know there's a preview later this week. Um, this is not asking for predictions; just asking for this. Will it be more two-game sweeps, or will we see um, more three-game tussles? So, I am rooting for every American <laughs> League series to go three games, because then we get two two days of eight games. So, two, uh, Wednesday is an eight-game day, because it's every game two for the AL and every game one for the NL. And then uh, Thursday is every game two for the NL, and then whatever AL series are still going. Um, I think, I think there will be three sweeps and then five will go three games. That's, that's my guess. I'm going to go. No, I'm going to go four and four. All right. Nice, solid mix. I was going to go five sweeps, but I've tempered, tempered. Yep. You prices right at me on that. Yeah. Just a little bit. (laughs) Most likely rule change just stick in 2021, and I, I apologize. Oh, this could be a question I've asked before. Designated hitter, three batter minimum, or the runner on second in extra innings. I guess this was actually a thing I, I forgot to bring it up. I actually, I'm glad this is a question because I wanted to talk this up and I kind of like wanted to rank them. Um, mm-hmm. And there's like two ways to talk about it, right? Do we want on to next season or do we want to do makes it through the CBA? Uh, well, that's that's the same. Oh, you mean like into the next one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, so like but the long term, long term. Craig, what, what was the third one? What was the third? Uh, extra inning rule. Yeah. So we we have three batter minimum DH and extra inning rule. Those are the three. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Um. So, like, uh, I, I in my head, I'm thinking, like, the three batter minimum was like something that the competition committee like voted in before any of this nonsense started. So like, that's a thing that is just there. Yeah. I think so. That's, I think that's like, like literally technically the most likely to stay. However, like there's no, who really knows what's going to happen in what (laughs) six months from now when, when (laughs) the season's almost going to start again, like, where the country is with the virus, where it, like there's still going to be like pro, some some level of protocols, even if it's like 
and that's why I was kind of talking like I'm I'm going to rank these thinking long term. Like once it's not a matter of time, but just a matter of what they want the sort of sport to look like going forward. Yeah. So uh, I still like I still think the three better minimum will probably stick around. But if if you had to like rank them, I think the DH is here to stay. Like stay, stay, and. uh, I think the the extra inning rule is the one. There's enough opposition to it that they, I don't think they would include it um, going forward, or least least likely to. Um, I'm going to add a fourth to this and ask yep. you uh, to to put that in your framework. Um, the extended playoffs, and that gets Uh-oh. a little complicated. I realize because is it you know. It, I, I am suspicious that exactly what we're doing here will ever come up again, but could it be 16 teams? I think there's, it, I think that could happen. I think, I think I would say almost certainly next season we'll have more than more teams than last year. Sure. Um, and they'll work it out like this off season and what obviously the owners would want it because it means um, that's where the bulk of the revenue is TV revenue. Um, and the players would want it because whatever they're, they're able to negotiate to add the stuff. So, like, in terms of guaranteeing, because you don't know, I, you know, like, who knows, a year from now there might be fans in the stands and actual, an actual postseason gate. But they, they want to guarantee themselves a certain level of revenue or increased revenue. So I think that's why they'll vote it in. But I think there's, there has to be protections over, like, actual rewards for winning the division or being the number, mm-hmm. have the number one record because this year there's really none. Um, so they have to fix that part of it, but I think there will be expanded playoffs next year um, and and going forward. Okay. We're, just, go ahead. Just, uh, just to feel off, I know this will probably be part of your, I'm, I'm assuming they're previous going to talk more about the roster construction and stuff like that before mm-hmm. it yeah. happens. Um, but just, Eric, uh, did you notice in the games you watched, was there any strategy you saw uh, Dave, Dave Roberts and Mark Pryor do with their usage of, like, the left-handed pitchers and what would normally be, like, the you know the, the, that situation this year? Um, Caleric was, like, the guy I think they were trying to protect the most early. Um, or he pitched a couple mop-up games or whatever where he did long more long relief. But he was the guy that I think they were most worried about uh, pacing righties, so they were they would bring him in. I they 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 would do this thing where they would bring him in or bring in a lefty like, um, excuse me, with like with one out in an inning, and then so they would face hopefully two batters and maybe three. Um, so yeah, that's that's about it. They didn't they didn't seem to like really be all that. Cogn- and they, it's, they weren't like avoiding it. It was just kind of weird. Um, yeah, I, I'm not really sure. And also, I think the 28 man roster does kind of alleviate some of this stuff too, or it makes it. Yeah, makes it a little less of a thing. And, okay, oh, I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, question number five. Uh, name a cooking tool that you'd like to try, but frightens you a bit. For me, it's an actual pressure cooker. I just, I, you know, the, it's, it's closed, and you don't know what's going to happen to it. I've looked at the the Instapots. I've not really, uh, I'm not really kind of dialed into one of those as yet. Is there anything for you, for uh, you and Jacob that fall into this uh, category? The sous vide machine was my answer to this, but then we got one for our wedding, and now it's probably our most used kitchen gadget. So. 
I'm trying to think if there's an existent. We don't have an instant pot, and I so that that may be on the list. That's less due to fear and more due to we kind of have our slow cook recipes down in a crock pot, so we haven't felt the need to speed things up because we're already kind of used to it. But um, I'm trying to think if there's any others. What about what about you, Eric? I, I was going to say on the instant pot. Um, I don't have a regular crock pot at the moment. Um, and I've used the Instant Pot at basically as a slower crock potty st- style, and it works just fine. I love it. Um, for me, though, I think it's probably like a pasta maker. Mm. Um, and by that, I mean hiring a gentleman named Enzo, and he comes over. <laughs> no, no uh, yeah, I think a pasta maker, like something to like just play in that area. Uh, never really done any of that stuff. So, Similar. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll throw stand mixer into the into the mix eh? in, uh, that, in that uh i yeah i'm a little intimidated by it but just how how efficient they seem and how big and automatic and that and i don't I do enough baking to, to have demanded one but melissa's doing more and more mm-hmm. uh, so maybe that'll enter the equation at some point i also did not i don't have a stand mixer and it's one of those things where it's like yeah, I think it would be cool to have that. I just, but not, I'm not going to go out of my way to get it right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you? Already answered, Craig. Do you have any others on your list other than the Instapot? Um, I mean, I, I do have a stand max, a stand, a stand, uh, a stand mixer, a pasta, a pasta attachment has been something um, uh, that would be interesting to me. Um, actually, I think the other thing would be like a really good blender. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the Vitamix is another thing that I, I've, I've used in other places, but not. But again, it's one of those things. Like if you get it, I feel like then you know, I'm gonna have to up my smoothie game or something or soup game to kind of make it make it seem like worth worth the purchase of that that thing. Hmm. I'm hungry for baked goods. This always happens. So. <laughs> Wait, uh, I just realized that was a food question. Was that the last one? That that was the last one. Wow. Well, Greg, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, this was awesome uh, doing questions from Craig live, and uh, yeah, thank, thanks for doing that. Um, we Jacob and I will be back very soon. Uh, <laughs> In less before, than twenty four hours, probably from our perspective. Before the uh, wild card round begins, Dodgers Brewers will have a preview. But yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. It's been a fun season so far, and uh, we'll keep pumping these podcasts out as long as the Dodgers are still alive. So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you in a couple days. 